Echo. 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 Ready, you guess? What kind of energy is that? It's about as good as you're going to get for a Ryloth episode. Ready, <laughs> you guess? Sheesh. This is why we don't have more listeners. Well, it's also because people aren't drawn in, like Clone Wars, where they have that great introduction. I kept thinking to myself, man, I'd love that introduction of like, rescue on Ryloth, and then just kind of provide an overview of what's happening with the batch, what's happening with Hera, what's happening with Gobi and oh, Rampart. Right. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned the intro. I've had this one in my back pocket for like six weeks now, and I keep forgetting to talk about it, which is you strike me as the kind of guy who hits the skip intro button, even though the skip intro button on Bad Batch is just the title of the episode for like two seconds. Is this true or false? <laughs> Um, I do hit skip, but it it depends on how I'm watching it. So mm-hmm. I, 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 during the school year, um, I'm a teacher and I teach the youth on how to get swole, both uh, huh. with the mind and uh, obviously with, you know, huge, huge weights. Um, they can't lift as much as I can, obviously, but. At some point, maybe but when I, know, I hit fifty I or sixty, they'll be able to handle hope. me. Yeah, I know. I know it's your your kind of life's aspiration that one day, finally, a student of yours will be able to lift more than you, and then they'll drop it on top of you, and and that will kill you, and they will go on to continue your work, and your work will be done. You'll be able to rest. All great warriors, and and what I mean uh, what I, by that is not fighting like you know military combat because we're civilized. But the war of work, all great work <laughs> warriors want to have that final end. I like and how you know, called, I like how you called the troops uncivilized and paraphrase Mussolini. And I think the, and I think the same sentence. I don't even think <laughs> you put any punctuation between those two ideas. So that's great for us. That's yeah, good for me. I'm very cool. Continue, please. <laughs> I've I've had that. Um, and the, the funny thing is, I think the majority of people know that Mussolini quote only because of The Office. Yeah, for sure. That's why I know it. Yeah, there are. I don't know that I can I, tell you any other thing of note about Mussolini. Just um, I know, just you know, Italy, World War Two. That's you know, not a good work. guy. Not a good guy. Uh, to to paint it mildly, but it is it is funny to think that there are so many people that only know this character. Kind of like a lot of people coming to Bad Batch, like new Disney Plus users, are not going to know the great Champson Dula from Rebels or Gobi or the great or Gobi um, from the Clone Wars. Um, but with that being the case, um, I I I am. As somebody that teaches, you will be surpassed at some point. Um, physically, right, you are I, what they I, grow beyond. Um, yeah, another Mussolini quote. Um, sure. <laughs> but I, I can't anticipate that happening until maybe I'm 60 or 70. Uh, just with the way that, like, Josh and I, we started early, and you kind of, your body has to constrict and expand and constrict and expand. 
at a certain spot. Um, so a lot of these people are just tra teaching them the fundamentals now because they're weak, weak bodies. It's too it's too late for them to get to an um, kind of a peak level. Right, like it's like us. Jedi training. Yeah, it's like Jedi training. Um, you can, not no kids, only orphans and little babies. Yeah. You have to train. You have to train them at the beginning. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I am actually relatively excited to talk about this episode. Um. It's one of the few times that uh I can be positive in the same sentence as the word Ryloth. Um, oh. <laughs> I, I, I am. Uh, this is Pete. Um. We're Josh. Welcome to Echo Boys. And um, I don't know. I said we're Josh. Yeah, but... you did. You did. You did. Um, I if we're if we're holding things, you know, that we haven't talked about and we're very, very good at talking about things that used to be in the news, but we're not um, anymore. I would um, encourage our listeners, Echo Boys, Po Boys, etc. to check out the variety interview. It's you can find it on YouTube of actors on actors where it's actors interviewing each other. And there's a, a recent one um, within the last month or two um, with our boy, Pedro Pascal from Pedro Boys, um, where we cover The Mandalorian. And he interviews Ewan McGregor. And then Ewan McGregor oh. interviews Pedro Pascal. And they talk Star Wars. They talk... Um, Ewan is currently filming um, the Obi-Wan series and he right. talks a little bit about it, uh, mainly just like how crazy it is. Um, they talk about the um, the volume, which is like mm -hmm. the big, um, you know, revolutionary filmmaking tool. And it's really interesting from his perspective because all of the acting he did was on a blue screen on a raised stage. And right. he's like, you know, talking. He has a great anecdote about how you know, he would ta be talking to Yoda. There'd be multiple puppeteers, and then they would say "break," and then Yoda would die, and <laughs> it re it really creeped him out because you know the, the the animatronics were so good. You know, he's talking to an actual character, and then boom, they're dead. Yeah. Um, and they you know share that because little Yanni is you know at a similar level with that, um, much more advanced at this point than Yoda. You know, twenty plus years ago now. Um, so it's a great conversation about that. They have a conversation about like stormtroopers and how Obi-Wan's like, I don't think I've ever been in a scene with a stormtrooper um, before. Or, sorry, I'm why I'm <laughs> why I'm saying Obi-Wan. You McGregor's like, you know, I've never been in a, a scene with a stormtrooper, and that the first time is very, very intimidating. Um, so a couple kind of you know things you would you, you would you would relatively guess the Obi-Wan series, like there are gonna be stormtroopers that Obi-Wan interacts with. Um, it's not really like a big spoiler or anything, but it's a great, great conversation. They go deeper into some of their movies. Um, Pedro is shows that he's a huge Ewan fan. Like he, um, talks about the movies he saw earlier in Ewan McGregor's, um, career, not even, um, that one in, in particular. So, uh, a great respect, a great conversation between two Star Wars icons that I would encourage you to check out. It's like 18, maybe, it's certainly not 30 minutes. So it's an easy, it's an easy um, interview. It's very, very enjoyable to watch Two great, great friends of the pod um, having a conversation, hanging out and letting all the fans kind of check in on that. Uh, 
No, no takes on that, Josh. Huh? What? <laughs> um, Josh, do you have anything else before we get into this episode? I mean, nor- normally this this might be an all time for us transitioning into an episode. If you well, don't have anything else, I had a follow up to my first comment before you derailed it into this crazy train about this weird interview that I think you're making up. Um, because it's so good, you can't even <laughs> believe that it's real. I know, but <clears throat> check it out. I don't know. I went back and forth between just saving it for later, but you know. So you got the skip button. I mean, this is a big deal. We're talking Star Wars news. This is a big deal. You got this skip intro button. Plugging it right before the Bad Batch logo. Bad Batch intro is like five seconds. It's a title of the episode, and then that's it. It goes away. Meanwhile, I still gotta watch this ridiculous little light bright sequence at the front of every episode it's music good i don't know it's no not. it is it's good not. and you're and you're actually wrong is the no thing no about what no you're no saying. um and you know force be with everyone who worked on that sequence and star wars is for everyone everyone has different opinions you're wrong though and i don't care for it and whether it's good or not i should why can't i skip that why you can't can. I skip that? Why are you giving me that? You can easily skip, skip that. Two seconds. No. Well, like a fast forward button. And then no, 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 no. All you do is close your eyes and be like, nah, 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 nah. Time it. And then boom, skip. Um, yeah, Pete, I use this voice for the podcast. I can't waste it on crap like that. Okay. I spend hours and hours preparing my voice for the pod. And yeah. I do not have the ability to do that. Well, I, I enjoy it because I really I like those. I put a big, heavy bar on my throat on the bench. I lay down on the weight bench. I put a bunch of weights on I put my throat on it. And then I, so that my Adam's apple goes over the bar, under the bar, over the bar, under the bar. I do a lot of reps of that so that I have now, a good voice for this podcast. Quick, quick um, legal thing for us out there. Yeah, um, don't do that. You're not, do not, you're not strong enough. You're not absolutely strong enough. do not do you that. Are, listen to me, listener. You know you're not. Yeah. You're not strong enough. There are very not few do people. Batista comes to it. mind. Yes. The Rock, sure. um, Giannis. Those are people that could handle the physical um brutality that is our workout r- routine. Under no circumstances do you do what just Josh just said. Yeah, don't even. He is. Don't do it. He, he is a grade A professional when it comes to the weights, lifting, yep. and moving. You are not listener, so do not. One hundred percent, do not. And that's why I <clears throat> have such a good podcast voice. It's because I do that stuff. But don't do that. You're not good at. You're not good at. It. Don't do it. Well, so is there really any Star Wars news out there other than, you know, you talking, <laughs> complaining about the skip section? I didn't really well, see that much out there. Shoot. Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think they maybe announced a new, like, High Republic comic book, like, kind of mini series type thing. Um, I definitely saw a picture of a High Republic comic that um went in the exact opposite like just shoved it in the face of things i've been saying that the high republic series doesn't have yet so i'm uh, looking mm. forward to that uh, um okay. yeah i've been like oh there's no this in high republic and it seems like there's the first indication that there might be yeah. um but i'm not uh, going to go too specific into that unless you're a, a deep 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 
Po Boys Echo Boys listener, which <clears throat> what's up? Uh, Mandalorian got nominated for a bunch of Emmys. Uh, you know, say that for later. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like 24 Emmys, so that's exciting for them. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I mean, there's enough to talk about this episode. We don't really got it. I'm still reading the, the Dr. Afra Omnibus. Still great. About four volumes into that, that bad boy, which is just well, about where I left off. So I'm getting into issues question, I haven't Josh. read yet. Mm-hmm. Is, Hera, is Hera just a one, ep, one issue of Dr. Afra? Because... I, I feel like you said you bring Her- that up. Hera was I'm in reading that. that right now. Uh, she's in at least two issues of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this is Afra is between five and episode five and episode six, right? All of the Star Wars comics, except for the higher public are between five and six right now. But when Afra first started, it was between four and five. So that's okay. what I'm reading right now. The volume that took place between four and five. Okay, because as far as Rebels goes, um, that is, oh my gosh, that's like what, before Rogue One, it all ends? No, no, it was after Rogue One. Um, and I can't, I can't remember if Dr. Afra, if that issue, if that period in the book was before or after the end of, of Rebels or not. Well, it would really so. just depend on what mem. If if the ghost is involved in what members, but since you only said Hera, I would seem to think it's more of an isolated story. Yeah, yeah, it's just Hera. It's not the ghost is not involved. Um, <clears throat> don't want to get too far into that territory, I guess. But Doctor Raffer book is still very cool. After I finish that, I'll probably read a few other things before I hit that new High Republic book, so that we can chat about that. You it's good. Take notes it's anymore good for this podcast. Do I? Yeah. Yeah. I take mo- notes of the mind. Right. And it's part of my workout right. routine of yeah. you have to. So running is very boring. Lifting is very boring, as a lot of you know. Um, so what you have to do is set benchmarks. And those are mental notes for things that you work on. So for me, it's this pod. So, mm-hmm. you know, I bench all the weights. Um, <laughs> and... <sighs> It sounds cocky. So I bench um, basically as many of the 50-pound weights on a bench as as can fit, although I have a special extender, mm-hmm. so it's an extra 100 on each side. And then on top of that, your the bar itself is 45, and then I have these little clip-ons that are 25-pounders on top of it. So I can literally only hold with my – there's only one, two sections for me to hold. Which, to the normal you know person, that's more than they can ever dream of. To me, that's breakfast. So another thing that I do a lot of times is I will find somebody that is... I'm not going to weight shame or anybody, but a, a relatively big person. And then I will have them try and push it down to create some friction. Um, sometimes it'll be some comments of negativity for me to mentally push away like something related to um, star Wars. They'll make a comment about episode nine. Uh, Maybe it's something related to my parents. I provide, I provide the commentary. Um, I I don't want to put the person on the spot. And then I basically just, you know, do my reps. Um, 
And that's kind of lifting all of the weights, obviously not all the met metaphysical weights or, you know, the, the, the weight of work um, that people have, but that's just kind of my, one of my multiple workouts during the day, because I am very, very swole. Uh, right. So I don't take notes anymore. And my concern is that I'm going and can't, can't you tell? Um, and in a good way. And, but I'm definitely gonna have to take notes on a whole freaking book. Um, uh, it's relatively, so that book is relatively like there, it's similar to the previous one. So it I follows. Oh, okay. Then you're definitely gonna oh, have so to take I took notes. notes for way longer than you did then. I think um, I think I took notes on early episodes of Bad Batch. Sometime in the in the recent past, I uh, quit taking notes. Well, a lot of times too. I also have um, because I have this issue apparently with StarWars.com. Because according to StarWars.com, yeah, they um, seem to I, think <laughs> they they have this thought in their heads um, about the episode. I I have that loaded up, and then. I typically have the Wikipedia open up, although a lot of times we kind of do general hits. Um, they're a lot more detailed in terms of like it, uh, each 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 blow. So like this Wikipedia article has it divided into eight sections. Under no circumstances are we talking about eight different sections of this episode. Um, so I, I I think it's fine. Yeah, I mean, my needs to, I just have the episode on on mute in the background, and so whenever yeah. you're you know you know how you get so whenever you're you know how you get like that i just well just you know i'll just watch the episode so this episode's gonna be spoilers for <laughs> um episode 12 of rescue on ryloth because i'm just gonna go straight into it of things that i'm very very happy about that i was wrong from the previous week right. so i one. i thought um whatever the um uh, what's it what's it Regicide is kill the king. Mm -hmm. I don't know what kill the queen is. And then is there patricide? That's kill your dad. So matricide? Mm -hmm. Matricide? Yes. Um, right. But that's only if their child does it. <laughs> yeah. But it's also Hera's fault. So I would I consider oh, it. The <laughs> I I mean, they were bas they get, basically what? got in prison because Hera was like, well, it's really the irresponsible <laughs> uncle. But yeah. Um, whatever his name is but i um think Hera has some agency and she chose to do it mm, um so I'm, I'm i'm gonna put some onus on even though she's a kid i'm putting some onus on Hera. so sure. i was predicting matricide or um the mother death of eleni um last week i was very mm. bummed about it because spoilers for rebels um she ain't there Mm -hmm. And Cham is like this grumpy guy in Rebels, and he's like, "Oh, Ryloth, Ryloth, Ryloth." <laughs> Unlike I don't remember... now, when he's so chill and fun and enjoyable, he's much better. <laughs> it's surprising. All right, he's much better than the Rebels, um, Cham Sandula. Granted, I kind of like glossed over the Ryloth stuff from Rebels, so I might be missing some nuance. So I, I predicted um, she would, you know, die in this episode. Right. She does not, which was great. No. I was and so, I, so happy. And I wasn't so sure. And I, maybe I mentioned it last week or not. I'm just going to retread old ground if I haven't. But, you know, you were talking about like, oh, it's it's inevitable. This character's going to die because she is here and she's not there. And in the back of my head, I'm thinking like, 
Yeah, that's what I thought when Saw Gerrera meets up with the gang, you know, on Geonosis. When he pops up in an episode of Rebels and he's still looking all fit and young and not beat the crap, right? And there's there's mm-hmm. these events we have in our head that like, okay, well, I've seen before this and I've seen after this. So if I ever see this character in between those two things, that's when whatever the big thing happens. And they've, you know, there's precedent for them being like, ah, actually, no, because I mean, look. Saw Gerrera has been in oh, a bunch of stuff. He's been in Rebels. He's been in Fallen Order. Both of those are between Rogue One and Clone Wars. He's been in mm-hmm. Bad Batch now. Um, they never showed us what happened to him. I yeah. think they maybe touch on it in that Guardians of the Wills book, maybe. Or there was something there was something in that book where I was like, this isn't a timeline I care for. I don't remember why. But, I, didn't, I didn't read it, so I, I'm, um, I'm unfamiliar. It was written by Greg Rucka, who wrote an excellent um, Wonder Woman series. And it wasn't, I mean, you know, my bad, but it's a young adult, like, no, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so I wasn't, I wasn't quite so sure that she was gonna, she was gonna die this time around. And yeah, she, she didn't, like you said. I'm wondering, I'm maybe reading too much into it, but I'm looking at her and thinking, like, I'm wondering if they modeled her character, like, her face after Vanessa Marshall, who voices Hera, I don't know. They definitely I, I, that that level of detail is something that they're definitely known for. So I wouldn't right. be surprised. It, yeah, I feel like like it just she looked enough. And I mean, I don't have I don't I'm not close personal friends with Vanessa Marshall. Just kidding, we're friends with everybody. But you know, I don't have people's faces memorized. But it seems you know like comparable. And like you said, it seems like something that, like this sort of nod they would do. But I don't know. Oh, and I'm just watching this uh, little Tokyo Drift sequence here, which is where Tech um, does that cool little drift turn in whatever their ship is called. That was exciting. I love a good um, drift sequence. Do we know what their ship is called? Um, what the Bad Batch ship is called? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the Ravager, I want to say. I don't that, know. No. No way in a million years is they called the Ravager. It's it, it definitely has a name. Um, it's okay. Um, how can I find this? Let's see. The definitely... Havoc Marauder. Okay, the Marauder. What? Yeah, they, she because she calls it the Marauder when um, in the last episode when uh, Omega and um, Hera are geeking out over it. She's yeah. like, you know, come on to the Marauder. The Havoc Marauder. Wow. Wow. What a name. Wow. How, that how interesting. everything. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch the whole series now. How interesting. So I'm looking up um, Eleni, the, vo- the voice actor for Eleni Her- um, Sindula, Hera's mm. mom. Mm-hmm. And it's this um, actor named Fairleth Young. She's a voice actor and she um has been she's voiced a couple video games but um she's a relatively young actress and i was thinking about this like you know how in the i was thinking about this in the context of carrie fisher you still <laughs> like when she would see natalie portman she'd be like hi mom mm-hmm. <laughs> there's there there's my mom i'm really curious if vanessa and fairleth will ever run into each other um to have that kind of conversation because vanessa is so connected and you know has ownership and 
you know, does relate to Harris so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm curious if we'll ever see an interview with Fairleth, um to the extent of Eleni or if we'll see this character pass these two episodes. I'm well, sure we will. That kind of magic is just what Star Wars Celebration was made for, dear boy. <laughs> I'm taking a picture with both of them for yep. $60. Yep. Um, let's see. Yeah. Wow. The, the Havoc Marauder. This changes everything. Well, so that was really, that was a really nice, you know, I think we've talked about at various points with the series of changing expectations and moving in a direction of, um, a spot where you didn't think they were going. So, you know, we think that there is going to be this big wrecker moment each episode and there's going to be this blow up and then they kind of wait for it and take their time with it. Remember that and, time you threw a torpedo at a guy? Yeah, that was great. The show rules. Um, I was very, very happy that the tone of this episode was not as dark because you also, they make you believe it could be dark with Crosshair and all the terrible, terrible things Crosshair does. I mean, he literally like murders like what a ton of civilians and then he kills a, tr- a troop in like an earlier episode of the series. So mm-hmm. you definitely do believe that there's a chance that um, Hera's mom isn't making out of it this episode. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, yeah, I, I specifically got like, oh, Crosshair is gonna is gonna kill Hera's mom. Um, yeah. Speaking of baddies, then, so Crosshair is obviously here. This Rampart guy, buddy. This this guy. He looks like nepotism to me. Yeah, look, well, it, he, like puffy little pink little nepotism, you know, little horrible polo shirt, and I don't care for it. I don't care for it. I'm glad that with Rampart they didn't pick somebody from the Imperial table that's in New Hope because mm-hmm. you have you have options there, right? Yularen's y- there. Tarkin's there and then you have like those like five six dudes and you can easily pick them and expand on their story uh, mm-hmm. with Bad Batch and they chose to do a unique character one that up until this point was competent but also has a reasoning for why he isn't competent in this episode yeah I have to I really have to wonder what it's like and we haven't had and well we've had enough examples in the disney era of like you have your your krennic or your callus from rebels um there was another there's another baddie uh imperial in in rebels as well price um like what when you're designing the imperial character who is not darth vader who is not a new kind of stormtrooper, but is just another stuffed shirt. Like, what is the process for that? How do you? Because oh, you, can't... I can provide it. I can provide it very easily. Mm-hmm. So, what these brilliant, brilliant people do at um, Lucasfilm is oh they go and see the movie Dunkirk, and then they select <laughs> um, people in the background and they take screenshots of all the pe- different people in the background, you know, um, and they also do, they also look at 1917 as well. And they kind of look at the mean mug kind of people, but not, <laughs> not, not the mean mug, like, 
you know, this is the only son of a family of farmers kind of person, but more a person that like wants to prove their glory mm -hmm. and thinks that this is like, yeah, the know, officers. Uh, yeah, the officers basically, you know, those, those ones that are like really snooty and really don't understand what's happening and they're not putting their lives on the line to the extent of, you know, the main characters and they go through that. And then they also request the casting for that because there's a specific look. And then they start crafting based off of um, Dunkirk in 1917 specifically. Sure. That adds up. I mean, because it's, I guess it just does seem, and I guess with no, you know, offense intended, intended to, to, to any of the actors portraying them. I mean, you know, Price and, and Callus both ended up being, you know, they had arcs and they became later on fully realized characters. And I'm sure that potential is there for Rampart as well. But it's just it does feel like there's like maybe some house rules where it's like, yeah, the the political like leadership level of the empire can only be but so compelling. Because it's like crosshairs. Oh, man, this is the most interesting. Like, love it. Love it. And then, you know. Rampart, uh, you know, okay. I mean, if I got to listen to somebody talk, I guess it may as well be this guy, but it, you know, very interchangeable. I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. I think they have a house style book and I want to know what's in it. So I'll end with my predictions. I'm happy did not come to uh, fruition. Oh, we're not even close to the end, buddy. Um, no, no, no. This is just, this is the, this is just the starting point. Oh, um, for this episode but i was you know th having this moment come and i was like not looking forward to it the mm -hmm. other one was Hera being you know sent off planet and to be a refugee or somebody right. and then right. her voice you know she does her you know um Chwilic voice that is you know uh, native to ryloth and then somebody's like speak english all right speak normal and we haven't gone to that point yet. I never want to see it. I don't really enjoy the fact that ashamed of her heritage, that she just starts speaking um, with a normal American accent. Um, normal from our perspective, obviously, as two American um, po' boys. Um, it's not something I'm looking forward to. I don't think we're going to see it at any point. But I was like really in a, a dark state when I made these predictions last episode. So I'm really happy that we didn't get to any of the really like negative outcomes this episode. I don't know. I think you're kind of glass half emptying it. I mean, it oh, could sure. just as much be. And I mean, I don't, I, I have to think, I have to think based on where I've lived throughout my life, that there was a point in my life where I had, at least a little bit of a southern accent there had to have been because so much of my formative years was spent in the south i could be totally wrong i'm sure if i watched a home video I, i'd find out i had to i had to and you know i definitely used to say stuff like y'all and i definitely had different vernacular and you know but you just you move around you surround yourself with different people I mean, anybody shamed you into not talking that way you, you know it's just it's habitual and it reflects your surroundings to a certain extent you know yeah, and i'm i'm glad that enemy you of the lived pod. a life like that but oh enemy of the pod yep enemy of the pod one of the doughboys from boston he doesn't speak in his boston accent anymore but then they'll have live shows in boston and he'll be with his boston buddies and it will come out you know 
Though maybe yeah. somebody did shame him for it, so who knows? Oh, for sure, somebody shamed Mike Mitchell, <laughs> as he deserves to be shamed, not for the accent specifically, but um, the Doughboys, you know what you did, mm-hmm. and you should be ashamed of yourself for what you did to Josh and Poboys LLC. Uh, justice, justice will be done, one way or another. One way or another. Clip it. So um, those are my two kind of big things that I'm glad we didn't end up getting to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my the big interesting thing for me this episode was this guy Hauser, this you know clone captain or whoever who I guess is buddies with with Cham and is is trying to navigate. You know, I talked last week about how it was the first time I'd really thought about, oh, one of the problems with the clones is they're probably sympathetic to the local populations that they just spent years dying for. And now they're being asked to turn on these people, you know, people that their friends and brothers have died defending. And you see Hauser have that conflict here. And you see him being like, no, I'm not leaving my squad. Like, these are still my brothers. We can turn around. And then you have that whole moment where he's trying to convince them, like, guys, this is wrong. And it mm-hmm. the moment happens quick enough that I, I had to rewatch it to figure out exactly what happened. Because it didn't, it didn't, I guess, cut to the audience sufficient enough for my brain to pick up on it. But, like, a few of them throw down their weapons. Like, a few. Right. But it looks like a slim majority of them do not at which point crosshairs is just like arrest them. They get arrested. Uh, and you have to, you know, you have to figure that's probably not the only time that that's going to happen. And that's something that Tarkin and the rest of those goons are going to be like, yeah, no, I'm, this is not worth it. Stormtroopers, please. I don't care. We'll just have a million of them. And if one in a million hits, that's, it's great. Fine. They don't need to be good at aiming. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I thought the Bradley Baker's performance as Hauser and, all that, all that was, it was very compelling. It was very compelling. It also, I, I really like that one of those last points you made of it can provide a justification to <clears throat> stop using clones. Mm-hmm. Is listen, these clones are deficient. They're not doing what we ordered. You know, they're not doing the level of brutality that we need. Um, you know, Hauser in that episode, you know, makes the comment that. Cham didn't do this. He wasn't the one that killed. Or I guess they're saying Senator Tal has been injured, but he's clearly dead. Because that the language they use yeah. is like mm-hmm. retard. Yeah, because it. I I was for me. I was like that guy got shot in the head. He's mm-hmm. definitely dead. And I didn't realize. I think it's just that he's lying to the populace. But I was there was a real moment where I was like, I think I'm bring back Omfrey Tar with like a like a robot's head <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be like their stooge which he already was but yeah it, it took me a minute to to pick up where they were putting down there for sure so one interesting thing that starwars.com is doing now is they're having a, um, a series called text notes um, you know, Tech is one of the one of the bad batch, and it's, he's the one that. Um, oh, there's nothing of note to describe him, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm struggling there. But they are they're doing this thing where they're showing um, images from the episode and then kind of brief explanations. So this one's um, the one that they had for last week. 
or this week's episode, Rescue and Ryloth, is Rescue and Ryloth Trivia Gallery. And one of the images is Hauser um, trying to, you know, get clones on his side, telling them to put down their weapons. And the caption is, the limits the limits of a clone trooper's programming and loyalty to the Empire versus the Republic is starting to make itself clear in this episode as we see Captain Hauser lead a small revolt. So, you know, Order 66, kill the Jedi, but um, they're having issues following orders past that. Maybe it's, you know, Order 1 to 65, Order 19 being get me some coffee. Um, You know, maybe one of them is to do, you know, an action that'll make the clones more um, obedient and subservient. Yeah. You know, but and I and it was of course a raw chicken sketch that they turned into a musical number where Palpatine was singing orders one through sixty five, which I hate because I'm not a big, I don't know. Songs are very hard to make a funny song. One very good. So of course we will probably inevitably do a filler episode where we come up with uh, a better, stupider, funny version of what those are. So you can look forward to that sometime in the distant future. Mm-hmm. So. Um... The thing I want to talk about with this it, this episode is we're getting Hunter being literally the only person playing devil's advocate and mm-hmm. being like, no, we yeah. should not save these people on Ryloth. It's Ryloth. Um, he doesn't say it in those words, but that is what every listener, every person watching knows. He is not on board with Ryloth, and I am here for it because Ryloth yeah. is trash. Sure. Yeah, there's. Uh, I'm glad you brought up Hunter. That reminded me of a pretty big uh, bomb that went off this episode. So one of my favorite jokes that I like to say every time um, that I watch Revenge of the Sith is there's that heartbreaking part where Anakin is burning alive and Obi-Wan screams, you are my brother. And I always like to think of Anakin going like, you're like my grandpa. You're very old. You're very old. You're not my brother. There's an age disparity. You're my dad at best, right? And in this episode, I feel like we've talked this whole time about like, oh yeah, the Bad Batch is having to be like dads now. Hunter's like a dad to to Omega. And then Omega's talking with Hera and she's like, oh, they're all my brothers. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow, what a nice compliment. It's the opposite of Obi-Wan. He has to take that initiative for himself. And be like, uh, you're like, uh, 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 and he doesn't say son, even though he definitely should probably say son, because Anakin was a little boy when he was a grown man and they met. But he mm-hmm. takes the initiative and go, you know, you, you were like a brother to me. I'm, I'm young, right? Under this beer? I'm so young. And Bad Batch, Hunter, you know what I'm saying? Omega is kind enough, I guess, because Hunter's so nice that he's like, they're like my brothers. Yes, they are still young enough that they could potentially be considered brothers to a young person such as myself. And isn't that a nice thing to say about them? It is. It's it's always nice to sidestep the age conversation for somebody on the other side of those age equations. It's it. it, They appreciate it. I'm, I'm sure Hunter was thrilled um, with that as well. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know whenever I, and talking with someone and I go, well, you know, you're young like me. I know that they always appreciate that. Oh, for so sure. I'm sure. I'm sure um, that Hunter appreciated that as well. So looking at some of these images, 
from this episode, I'm I'm seeing the one where Hera um, sends the distress signal to Omega, and then all of the Bad Batch is like, "Who the hell is this? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> why is she messaging?" That that was that was that was um, a really really nice part early in the episode. Like, how did she get this? Mm-hmm. And um, I really enjoyed all the interactions that went into them eventually making it to Ryloth. Yeah, yeah. And it seems pretty definitive that you won't have to be on Ryloth next week. So isn't that exciting for you? That is exciting. And I, it should be exciting for all the fans of Star Wars as well. Yeah. And so what did you, I mean, we talked about it. You were not looking forward to this. You thought that there was only going to be one Ryloth episode because there's an episode titled with Ryloth in it. And then it turned out the episode before that also took place on Ryloth. So we got this kind of two-parter here. A lot mm-hmm. of Ryloth time. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm definitely... Um, surprised? I think that you can really get out of a, uh, a bad place by focusing on good characters and having good character development. I've never been a huge chop guy. Chopper is not. I'm not a big droid guy. Um, you know, Chopper, take it or leave it. Um, a lot of people really love Chopper, and I get it. I can see the appeal. Um, Chopper was great and um, had a <laughs> lot of had a lot of character development. Um, very, very brutal <laughs> what Chopper does in in multiple parts of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of that distracted me from the fact that it's Twi'leks and Ryloth. So I was I was very happy with with this episode. And speaking of uh, Ryloth and Chopper, we get we get a recreation of a set from Rebels, which they probably had in the last episode as well. But there's a pretty distinctive landmark that that makes an appearance in this episode, uh, which is the the Y wing that crashes down that Chopper was in. Really? That that Hera mentions like, oh yeah, Chopper was in that, um, and that made an appearance as, as a set in Rebels, uh, and that was that Y wing. And the crash Y-wing was in the background in this episode, so that was pretty cool. Uh, where was that? I I didn't I didn't even remotely notice that. Uh, I couldn't tell you. It was in there. I don't know at what part. Oh Honestly, wow, you're really you're really clowning me into watching this again. Maybe generally might have even been last week because it's Hera's house. <laughs> it's Hera's house mm-hmm. is where the Y-wing went down. This is why I should take notes. Well, this week or last week that happened, and when that wasn't that neat because now i'm sitting here being like did they ever go back to their house this week maybe they left from there i don't know it's in there though and that interesting and aren't i i've got you know i'm good at watching the episodes and do a good job of that so um one high further highlight of this episode is we do get to see Almost all members of the of the Bad Batch kind of show their stuff. We get to see um, Omega um, kind of show show her show her stuff in terms of directing people. Um, we get to see um, Tech, you know, in in that fancy flying in that valley, which was really really cool. Um, so we get that to an, a certain extent, and then that Echo and Hunter climbing scene. Mm-hmm. Um, was really, really, was really, really good as well. So there are, it's very reminiscent of the Raxus episode where they methodically get to the senator mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of show how elite they are. 
and then everything goes crazy. Everything goes awry like a true Bad Batch episode. So it was very methodical. And um, one might say, you know, they're doing the same thing over and over again. I really don't feel like that with the the speed and the urgency and not really realizing where things are going to go based on what we know of characters. Mm-hmm. We only got four episodes left, man. Yeah, according to StarWars.com. Um, four episodes four... left. Yeah, and four then... episodes... Mm-hmm. I mean, not of this podcast, unfortunately, but of Bad Bash. Crazy. Every time we, I don't I guess with like The Mandalorian, I always am in, in the back of my head. I'm like, well, it's only, you know, eight episodes or whatever. Um, 16 episodes, you know, 12 weeks ago seems like, oh, man, we're going to be talking about this freaking forever. But we're, we're three quarters of the way through, man, of Echo Boys season one. Pretty crazy. It's been a, it's been a good ride. I'm very very excited for for what the last four episodes are they've done a good job of not giving a lot away and i feel like they there's a very important pivot point at the end of this episode which is you know yeah exactly previously the bad batch is just like well the empire is you know generally we are on the books as being like oh go get these these guys are no good arrest them right but like nobody is actively and at the end of this, you know, Crosshairs gets the go ahead, like, yeah, hunt, hunt these guys down. So that's yeah. exciting and and potentially dangerous. Um, yeah. And so we, yeah. we have t- we have titles for the next two episodes. We don't have titles for episode fifteen and sixteen. So episode thirteen is titled Infested. What? Which, mm-hmm, yeah, Infested is the oh, title infested. of it. Okay. okay. Infested. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, hope hope that you like bugs um, because they're very literal. There was a rescue on Ryloth. Um, they were no, not that literal. There is no devil. Once again, big complaint of mine. Yeah. Hashtag make Satan canon. At so Star Wars. If you connect it like a canon, canon. Yes. If you treat it as a standalone episode. No. This episode was great. There was a rescue. It was on something. One might say Ryloth. Yeah. So, um, Infested will be an interesting one. Um, well, and to me, because we've talked about before how every, pretty much every episode of Bad Batch has, in one way or another, been a direct sequel to something in Clone Wars. Um, some less than others, but there's there's been so many hard through lines between Clone Wars and this. It's very much a sequel to Clone Wars. And Infested makes me think of like Brain Invaders, which is an arc or an episode right. and an arc on Clone Wars. And I don't know if Echo was on that ship in that in that episode. Yeah, I don't know. What? Yeah, I don't know. That episode is I mean, it's very Jedi oriented. Luminara, Barris, Ahsoka's yeah, on Ahsoka it. and Barris arc for sure. Um, And I don't know if the clones were Luminara's or if they were part of the 501st. I want right. to say that they were mm, been probably Rex, I'm not sure. No, I d- I don't think so. I don't. I think it was like she was kind of on sabbatical or a sub um, to follow along with, or they mm. were just like prison transport clones. I don't mm-hmm. think it was a specific clone. So they probably don't have the interactions, and I don't remember. No, no, no. Rex and Echo. Rex certainly was in the temple. 
he would have been in the temple um, when the infestation happened. He wouldn't have been on the prison transport, which is the back end, which is the next episode past it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, with that, if you want to wait, what's the one after that? Infested and then what? Uh, War Mantle, which is a great title. War Mantle is one of the file names that Jyn Erso reads off. No. I'm pretty sure. Interesting. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah, the only only one I can... I I know that it was the Darksaber was one of them. And whichever the hyperspace that's you know makes makes its note in episode eight um i'll have to i'll Uh, definitely have to look that up yeah yeah okay interesting so um if you want to get a hold of us do we have any emails um i got locked out of the email (laughs) got locked out of the email weren't you saying somebody was trying to be on our stupid show what were they thinking i never saw anything about it i think you were just trying to trick me to log back into our twitter fill out that poll I did log into our Twitter, by the way, and I even did a tweet. Did you see it? No, I haven't seen it. I've oh, been too. Man. I've been too consumed with the NBA Finals. Um, but I'm sure it was great. I'm it sure that a lot great. of people. I'm sure a lot of people kind of interacted with it. I bet you did um, more than your dumb tweet. <laughs> oh, Josh, this is so lonely. Hey, I'm gang. Just, I'm just Josh here. To... Long time Po Boys host, first time Po Boys tweeter, and I love Bat Bat. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like being in preschool and like you have to say something about yourself. <laughs> I was just watching this episode of Bad Batch. It made it was making me happy. And so I wanted the world to know. A bunch of people um, like it. A bunch of people yeah. like it, I bet. How many people liked it? Yeah, Bunch of people um, like it, I, bet. I don't want to say it right now because the listeners are going to jump on and, listen and, and like it too. So let's let's check back on it in a week. Can you say somebody listeners, please like this tweet? He has zero likes. Um, yes, but I guess that that person's busy. Okay. Um, so at hmm. Poboys Podcast is our our Twitter and Instagram. Um, our email Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, we do have access to it. And um, next week is Infested, which sounds terrifying. Somebody probably liked it. See ya.